Perfect. Okay. Absolute pleasure to have the one and only Max Whittle joining me now in the season of sports. Welcome, Max. It's been a while. There's surely more than one of me. Surely more than one of me. <laughs> no, listen, listen, you are you are the man. You are the man these days. I'm very uh, happy to have you on the pod. It's been a while. When's the last time we haven't had you on in a couple of years or so? Huh? It's been a while. I know it's been within the last year because I, the last one I did with you, I sat in my on my garden and I'm still living in the same house. So, um, but we talked hoops and a lot has changed since then, obviously. <laughs> well, a lot's changed. You know, I'm kind of running and talking to a couple of people now on the podcast and just kind of talking about the situation in the world of sport as it is. And, you know, I wanted to touch space on the NBA with you and um, touch on this whole coronavirus thing. I mean, have you ever seen anything like it? It's, it's just pretty, it's pretty crazy. I haven't seen, I don't think anyone has seen anything like this. And obviously I would, I would keep it to sports uh, as would you. And it's the, 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 it's just a disaster really. And I, I was listening to loads of shows last week and every day, the news was so fluid and things were changing so quickly that at one point they thought they were still going to be able to talk about March Madness. They still thought they'd be able to talk about the Masters. And slowly but surely, every single event, every single tournament, every single sport was cancelled. Uh, and that poses a challenge for the leagues. It poses a challenge for media outlets. What do they talk about now? Uh, so, no, we've not seen anything like this before. And obviously you were in the middle of it all. So, Yeah, I mean, for us, it again it, it kind of dragged a little bit because in a couple of weeks you know i went from from playing and then it went behind closed doors and then we had a new schedule and then we played the game behind closed doors and then a couple of days after that um everything was shut down um so it took took a few days whereas you said in every and every other after us really in every other sport now it's just shut down within 48 to 72 hours i mean we talked about the nba um playing behind well behind closed doors i guess and in, in empty arenas and then within a day or so everything shut down so i guess i'll take you back to where everything started the warriors sort of being the first ones to say they're going to play in an empty arena against the nets and then literally within hours or the day after a couple of players tested positive and that's in rudy gobert and donovan mitchell from the utah jazz um and then from there everything got shut down i mean what is the What's the current state? I mean, what what's the what's the feedback on everything that's happened so far? Well, what's what's scary now is that the NBA's latest report is that they will they're expecting it to be June when they come back, and there, I think there are three scenarios we're looking at here. You lose the season entirely. You play the postseason with fans, and you forget about the rest of the regular season. I think that's something that the NBA has at least benefited in terms of having played quite a lot of games already um, compared to other leagues that haven't even started yet. Uh, and, and the other scenario is that they do everything between behind closed doors. And I don't think the NBA want to do that. They have to, they have to look at the financial costs of shutting down the season entirely or, or losing at least 20 games. Um, so everything's moved so quickly. I, I really, when I look, I know we're switching sports. When I saw that Major League Baseball was saying that their season would, would start maybe a couple of weeks delayed, which is mid-April. I don't believe that for a second. I think it will be May or June. And the NBA are now saying June, which is when, as you know, the NBA finals usually begins. So they would have to go surely straight into the postseason for that to happen. Um, and if we're looking at this, the coronavirus peaking in mid-May, <laughs> you think about it. The, the players have got to get ready for a, a postseason. They can't just start playing again. They're, they're not together. They're not training. There's no... They're, they're, 
there is no together right now. Everyone's in isolation. Everyone's being tested. Uh, so this has gone from Rudy Gobert when he was tested positive. I f- I really believe that if that hadn't have come out, then college basketball would still have gone ahead and played its games behind closed doors. But because of that positive result, they obviously stopped games entirely. And the NBA really was the was the first sport that really set off the trickle down effect, and every league responded from then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, as you say, NBA started then. NHL, MLS, and everyone everyone followed suit. The only the only sport really that hasn't affected a lot much is the NFL. They're they're probably going to go ahead as as planned. I mean, a couple of the things in the off season might get changed, but anyway, that's 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 the NFL. Um, going back to Rudy Gobert, what did you what did you think of his, I guess his video and his immature acts of touching microphones and and being a little bit irresponsible about the whole matter? Yeah, so I I actually only saw this when the positive test came back. Uh, I hadn't seen it prior to that. And it was actually really interesting to read what some of the jazz reporters said after the fact. They actually said at the time when he did that and he was touching microphones and and walked out of the press conference, and that was just obviously just after the NBA had said reporters are not allowed into the locker room for now. Um, Reporters took that as Rudy Gobert essentially supporting them saying, I, don't, I think it's ridiculous that reporters aren't allowed into the locker room. I'm going to show my support. That's what some reporters translate his behaviour as. When I saw it, <laughs> to be honest, it's obviously it's hugely irresponsible. Uh, and in a way, we could probably thank Rudy Gobert because without that, I don't know whether the NBA would have carried on for too long. They may, have, um, they may not have suspended it in time and there might, there might have been a lot more positive test results from players. Um, there's been there's been guys that have played against the Jazz recently that have contracted it. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell. So it was a stupid act, and he shouldn't have done it. And I don't think he took this, the virus seriously at all, given what he did. And 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 now he kind of has released this this video, which I thought was a bit a bit ridiculous. Really saying, wash your hands for twenty seconds, make sure you stay inside. <laughs> it's kind of ironic, really. But for people to respond to that and say, look, this is the re- this guy is the reason the NBA shut down. I don't agree with that either. They were that this was going to happen regardless. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things. I'm sure he would love to take take his actions back. But as you say, maybe maybe it's worked out for the better, which um, which is funny to say. But I think everyone's taken the next step and. Huge precautions are now being put in place. Um, I would just uh, jump in again. Sorry, Asmir, to say that I, I don't know what what his teammates think now. Obviously, Mitchell tested positive and he's now in quarantine. And this was, as I say, this was going to happen anyway. But I do wonder what his teammates think about his behaviour. Like, why did he have to do that? And and some players have obviously, the reports are that some of them say he was re- irresponsible and immature in the locker room as well. Um, and we we aren't privy to that. We don't see any video, but essentially doing the same thing he did in the press conference in the locker room with other people's um, you know, belongings. So that's another thing to think about if if the season ever starts up again. Yeah, because that, that that's the one thing as well for us. They they, they put the guidelines in place. I mean, pretty pretty quickly. The the medical staff um, were on top of this as, as soon as they could really. Um, and we we yeah we treated it seriously. And there was no. No acts there. I mean, th- thankfully, as far as I know, no other players on the Jazz have contracted this. So hopefully, yeah, it's damage limitation with only one other player, Donovan Mitchell, catching this. Um, and especially the team they play, the Oklahoma City Thunder, or they were due to play. Um, 
Did you have like experts come in and talk to you about it in Milan? Because I wonder whether that would have helped someone we didn't like have... Gaber. Yeah, I mean, we didn't have experts. I mean, our team doctors spoke to us. Um, our team doctors spoke to us, and they, um, I guess, they were quite well informed on this situation. They were in, and they were giving us daily updates because I think, as you said earlier, I mean, the situation is ever moving and so so fluid that on a daily basis everything everything was changing. So we had we had only had their information. Well, we um, you know, we assume they're quite well informed, and why not? Uh, why not listen to them when when you get that information? So we took it serious uh, right away, and I think on our on our team, thankfully, nothing nothing really serious has come out as as far as I know. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's an interesting one what the teammates think, what the what the club think, and obviously he's gone on from there to donate half a million dollars to um to the workers and people and and staff in and around and their arena and their and their club to to help with any costs that are being offset so i think it you know he's obviously understood understood that he's made a mistake and he's paid for it paid for it big time well i just i just don't think anyone knows what what's happening and and i'm really glad and i'm sure the nba are that adam silver is in charge here because he always seems to make the the right decision and you have to consider all of the other fallout here all the other fallout issues like the arenas aren't just empty for for basketball games the owners are in a crisis, quote unquote, I know they're rich people because there aren't there aren't uh, concerts going on. There's nothing in the arena at all. So this affects future sponsorships and ticket renewals. Um, the owners are really feeling the sting, and I, I, I believe that what I've read, teams are being told to be prepared to play in different venues other than just their home arenas um, and expect the season to go into August. So if you've got a postseason going into August. How does that net affect the, the start of the new season? And the fact that the coronavirus is not going away anyway. But you look at something like the Qatar World Cup, all the domestic leagues having to shift their schedules, it's going to be the same with this because the NBA is not finishing in June like it normally would. Yeah, I mean, that, that's interesting. Um, before, I, I want to get your thoughts on how, how, how you see it and how you want it to progress. Um, so, so far, as far as my information goes, Rudy Gobert, Donovich, and a third player, and Christian Wood from the Pistons, yes, is the only one. And so those those three guys from the NBA have contracted, as far as we know. So hopefully those numbers stay the same. And then, and as I said, Rudy Gobert has donated half a million. Kevin Love has donated a hundred thousand. Zion Williamson a hundred thousand. Blake Griffin a um, hundred thousand dollars to to staff of their respective arenas. Um, people who are obviously in shift work, and this money is going to go a long way. So props to these guys for helping out and. And really, really getting involved. Um, really, really, really nice of them. I mean, I thought that was a really class act. But definitely, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how that works out. Um, moving forward, as you mentioned earlier, there's three different scenarios as to what's going to happen, and as to what could happen uh, with the season. What would you like to happen? I think, obviously, every NBA fan and and someone who works on this covers the sport. I'd like to see the games return, but th- this is different. This is um, very much. We are we're following guidelines that don't exist. Um, the the best case scenario, if if games are to come back, I don't think fans should be there. Um, just because if they're already talking about only essential personnel being at the arenas, if you put twenty thousand fans in, and I'm sure they would say they would go. If you asked a fan if they if they prefer to be at the arena, they'd say yes. Uh, and it's a different experience for the players, of course. To win a title and have no fans in the arena, that's completely different. Uh, is there an asterisk next to it? 
Uh, but I, I hope the games return. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I don't think you can just void a season, particularly because now they've played 60-plus games at this point. Bring the season back when it's, when it's OK to do so. If that means cutting next season short, remember the last time there was a lockout, the season started in December, January time. Uh, and it actually made a lot of money and there was a lot of creation around that shortened season. So I'd like to see the games come back, but there's absolutely no rush and there's no way that it's going to be 30 days. No way. Well, I think from an athlete's point of view, yeah, 30 days I think is very incredibly optimistic. Um, but I think from a player and athlete's point of view, I definitely think, and I touched on this in my last podcast, I think it's important from our point of view, we always want to settle everything on the field. We want to settle it on the court. So mm. I think whatever way that that can be done and whatever way that can be achieved, as you said, cutting a little bit of the next season, cutting preseason short, um, all these little things that are side factors, as long as we can, we can settle the season on, on that court. I think it's, I think that's, that's the most important thing from our point of view, because how, how do you what you you call it? You avoid the season. You call it a missed season. I think that's that's very very difficult. Um, a lot of players and everyone's put a lot of effort into it. There's not so much time you can get back. So, I think from my point of view as an NBA fan, I think if we can go straight in the playoffs, and there isn't too many races really to to figure out a little bit of the seeding in a couple of the conferences. But I think most of the playoff teams are set anyway, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, if you looked at if you just said postseason starts. Um, Whenever this, whenever they think it's safe to return to play, the the Wizards are five games back of the eighth seed, the Orlando Magic. So that race is over with. Uh, there's yeah. there's like half a get the the Pacers and the Sixers are tied in the standings right now, fifth and sixth. But there aren't that many. You'd obviously say, okay, no Zion in the playoffs. They're three and a half games back at the moment of Memphis in eighth. Would they make it? Would Carmelo Anthony be able to get into the postseason? The the, the Blazers are three and a half back as well. But I think the, the, the postseason standings are a true reflection on how teams have played this season. For instance, the Sixers, they're in the sixth seed right now. Do, do they deserve to be any higher? Do they deserve to be above the Pacers? No, they've had, they've had a terrible year on the road. They're 10 and 24. They're there for a reason. Um, so I don't think if you, looked at all, if you took all the teams outside of the postseason right now, none of them have played well enough. Um, the Lakers are clearly the best team in the West at the moment. The Bucks are clearly the best team in the East. If you said start it today, I think I'd be fine with that. And I'm sure the players would as well, because there's, there's no way, especially for someone like LeBron, who can smell a title. Um, and by the way, this layoff might help him a little bit. He's not going to be comfortable with them just saying, OK, we'll start again next season, because there's no guarantee that next year even happens anyway. No, and I, and I think that that's the thing, right? Because... Um, looking at it, all things on the positive side, as long as the medical side of things can get can get under control, um, this could be one of the best playoffs ever. Because if you can give LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, some of the best players in the world a little bit of extra rest, these guys are going to go right at it in the playoffs. And and as you said, the last twenty games or so, I mean, especially with the teams in the lead, they're going to manage themselves. I would expect the Lakers to have quote quote unquote load manage. Um, a lot of the guys to make sure that they're ready for the postseason. So you probably wouldn't have seen the strongest teams in most of these games anyway. Uh, same for the Bucks. Um, so I think missing those last 20 games isn't isn't the end of the world. And as you say, I mean, we're, we're at this point of time, even if they played every single game, I don't think the standings would would drastically change. You know, I think a couple of no. you know whether someone's going to be a fifth or sixth seed, yeah, that that kind of stuff can change. But I don't think overall. 
we're going to get any more new teams in. I really, especially like you said, I think it's done in the East. Those eight teams will be in the playoffs and maybe in the West one can sneak in. But I think on a positive side, if we can get playoffs and I think we can get fans and the owners and everyone can get the product back to where it is. And if that is medically possible, it could be an epic couple of months of playoff action. What do you think? Oh, amazing. And, and I, don't, I don't want to play doctor here and I'm not going to do it on your podcast, but what if the postseason was contained in a certain area? So I guess you have to eliminate travel as much as you can, given what's happening at the moment. And I know that they charter, um, but eliminating travel, would it, be, would it be better? Would it be worse? If you had 16 teams in the same city or two cities, or three cities, just so you eliminate the travel. Maybe you play in a neutral venue. That's, all, that's something that they're already talking about. You might have to play in a, in a different arena, and a neutral venue. Maybe that's something they can consider, almost putting on a March Madness-type tournament where you yeah. have it, you know, that's... I see maybe. where you're going with this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> that, could be, that could be really cool, actually. Especially as we're having no March Madness this year. That could be a really cool way <laughs> yep. of making up for that. Interesting, interesting. I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't really thought about how they could, how they can do that and confine it. You know, like I said, you know, well, you, you have Los Angeles there anyway. Well, if you can just get everyone to LA and get everyone up, you know, somewhere on the East coast and you'll be done with that. Right. I think we have to be open-minded that it's going to be different. Um, and I, and I, I was actually thinking about this this morning. What the legacies change? If let's just, I, I don't know why this example popped into my head this morning, but it did. Let's say Lewis Hamilton wins his seventh championship this year in, in formula one. And, the the F1 season is only 10 races long because of what's happened, right? So they've already cancelled the first few. Do people then look back on his career and say, well, that seventh title doesn't count because there were only 10 races? I wonder if the same thing happens with the NBA. Does, does LeBron's title have less impact because they only played 60-odd regular season games? They only played best of five because they p- couldn't play best of seven. I don't know how it's going to change, but I just wonder whether people evaluate this differently. Well, we're gonna we live in a world of sport where everyone's gonna have an opinion. I mean, no matter no matter which way you go with this, people are gonna have an opinion one way or another. And for some people, it'll mean more, and for some people, it'll mean less. I mean, we're never gonna be able to please please everyone, um, and whatever decision they make. I think ultimately they have to make what's whatever's best in the interest for the league and for most most of the players. I mean, there's been obviously, as you said, lockout seasons in the past for different sports, you know, for different reasons, um, and I don't really, well, personally, I've never thought of, okay, well, that's, that's only worth half a title um, rather, than, rather than a full title. So I, I think overall, I don't think they, they can take that too much into consideration. I think people will, will move on and just call it a title as it is, you know, and I think it could be, actually, it could be, when you look at it on another side, another point of view, it could be more challenging to do this way because when you're in rhythm, it's one thing. Now, when you go out of rhythm, as you say, you have to almost restart again and is, are things going to be clicking on all cylinders like they were before? So that's another question, I guess, I, I would ask you. And that, that would be really tricky for teams, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, and, ha- and also on that restarting phrase, what about the, what about the college season just ending now? It, it's just finished. And scouts typically focus a lot of their attention on, you know, they obviously scout throughout the season. But the, the March Madness tournament is where players can break out, maybe. Their stock can rise. They're evaluated day-to-day. Um, college players working out with NBA teams right after this tournament. Uh, the G League is going to be cancelled by, by all reports. And, and it, it, So 
the the development process of this is also affected. The filter through is there's so much more than just losing the games and the money that's lost is how do we build our team when when owners get together now and front offices get together now. What are they talking about? Who, who, who are the players that they like the look of? They can't bring them in for a workout. They can't talk to their players about um, X and Y. They just, there's so much, there's so much to lose out of this. Um, and team building is, is one of the biggest effects. Well, all we can say is we're going to have an interesting few weeks ahead of us. Um, I, think, I think it's very, very safe to say that. Um, well, I appreciate you joining me here. Max, um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. I'm sure we'll be in touch. We're in regular touch. We text all the time about the NBA and what's going on in the world of sports. So we'll be very much in touch to see what happens. Um, people can follow you on Twitter at Max underscore Whittle on Instagram, Max Whittle. Uh, so make sure you guys get everything. And hey, I got to say congrats on getting on Sky Sports. Um, Thank you. I love watching you there. I mean, that, that was that was that was pretty awesome to see you there. You deserve it, man. So um got to give you a shout out for that no thank you i i appreciate your friendship as you know and asmir begovic's season of sports is it's a challenge right now (laughs) i don't know what you i don't know what you're going to talk about (laughs) i know i know so that's why i bring people you like you on board to try and help me get through these episodes and uh get some information to everyone out there but no it's been a pleasure man really thanks a lot for coming on thank you asmir